2: Welcome to Kurt's Angle. It's Kate Johansson here, and today we've got another episode of From the Ground Up. And today, very special guest, very unique story into how he got into professional wrestling. He's former British middleweight boxer that had a run of twelve and one and a nine-fight unbeaten streak, who's now turned the ring of a boxing ring into the squared circle of professional wrestling. It's RP Davis. Ryan, thank you for
1: joining. My my pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
2: Yeah, no, thank you for doing this. Um, Like I said, with your story, it's really unique, and I think it'll be a great insight for those that are listening, and maybe those that are contemplating doing the same thing that might have been in boxing or a different sport, wanting to transition into professional wrestling or whatever else. So hopefully, with the light that you can... Shine on all that. Um, it'll show really well for them.
1: Oh, brilliant! Yeah, sounds good.
2: So, I want to get into the first of all, like, why wrestling? Like, what was your earliest memory of wrestling?
1: Uh, my earliest memory of wrestling, I think, I think it was um, Hulk Hogan versus The Ultimate Warrior when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, you know, I had all them toys. You know, the the, the toys that the. The, the, their arms didn't move they had like locked arms, yeah do you remember them they brilliant brilliant they were they, they were my early memories of wrestling I mean I've been a wrestling fan since i' well, God, since I've been a little kid i think I think it was since I could buy action figures and so <laughs> what, what, whatever age that is um, yeah. and I think it was the colors of the wrestlers you know, like the ultimate warrior and macho man and what and whatnot um and anyway, then I started watching it as a little kid and you know it, it's it's the ultimate um it's the ultimate superhero show, isn't it? I say this all the time. As a kid, it's the ultimate superhero show. You've yeah. got your heroes and your villains, and they're all in you know bright colours, and you know there's usually a story, and the baddie usually gets the upper hand, and and, and usually, well, back then certainly the uh, the the goodie usually makes his big comeback and uh, and and gets the victory. And uh, yeah, I think there's something that really. Um, you know, spoke to me when I was a kid about yeah. about them and about them stories. And uh, yeah, I've been a fan ever since.
2: So despite your love for professional wrestling, you first love, boxing. Yeah. Um, obviously, you, you was really successful with that. Um, unfortunately, you had to retire in September of 2017. I just want to talk about that for a little bit. Like, how was that experience? Because you was on a nine-fight streak as that was happening.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was very hard. I mean, like I say, I mean, <laughs> I think, I think my first love was—I I know it sounds stupid—was was probably wrestling. Um, okay. Because, because, because as a kid, you know, that's what drew me in. Um, but what it was is my my family was a, a boxing family. So my granddad boxed in the army. My dad was a boxer. Um, and and I've I've said this uh, before. There wasn't. Certainly, when I was a kid, there wasn't avenues to get into pro wrestling, or, or if there was, I wasn't aware of them. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I thought yeah, it had to be a big, you know, six footer and three hundred pounds to be a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I say, you know, I was I, w- I was always a massive fan, but but boxing was was far more accessible. due to obviously my family, uh, and and even in the area I come from, Blackpool, you know, there were a lot of gyms around. Um, yeah. And I just fell in it. I fell into it like that, really, because I think I wanted to be a little bit like my dad and my granddad. Um, and 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 I went down that road, uh, and I'll never regret it because I, I love the sport of boxing. I love the sport of boxing, and uh, it's given me every every good thing that's come from from my you know my life has come from boxing, uh, including wrestling, which we'll, yeah. we'll get back to. Uh, but but yes, uh, it's. It, it, that's the way I went, and uh, we we had a good run. We had a really good run at it, and um, me and my dad worked together. He was my he was my full time coach, um, and we had thirteen pro fights. I had I had, I had nine unlicensed fights, uh, and I won the British title twice uh, on the unlicensed scene. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, no, I did I did really well, um, and that's where it come from because really, I I never boxed amateur. I went straight into the unlicensed boxing. Um, but, but we but we did better than I th- you know than we certainly anticipated we would there. And and it was from what we did on the unlicensed scene, people started saying to me, Would you think about turning professional? And uh, of course I, you know straight away I thought, yeah, I'd love, love to do that. It's, you know, what, what an honor to be able to say I've been a, a pro fighter. Yeah. So we went down that road um and like I say, me and my dad, we we set our own little gym up, and we 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 went to work, and and we did well. Uh, we had thirteen fights. I won twelve of them. Uh, I lost an early fight. And redirected myself. Went up uh, a couple of weight divisions. I was a little bit. I, I went a little bit light at, um, early in my career, and then I went yeah. a little bit. I went up a little bit. And felt a lot more comfortable. And then since then, never lost again. And I won nine on the bounce.
2: Yeah, you was, obviously you got steam and it was you was ready to probably go after um the British middleweight title.
0: Yeah. How well, did
1: come? We were sorry, sorry, we were looking we were looking at um the English titles. That was that that was the that was the first stop. I mean the the, the ultimate aim was to win the British title. Um but what what we did is we had a few title fights lined up um just before I, I packed in my next fight was for the Central Area title. Um so we were going to try and win that and then move from there straight on to an English title. Then once you win an English title, obviously it's a matter of time until you get, you know, a, a chance to fight for the British title. And that, that would have been that would have been really, you know, it'd have been a perfect ending really to to the whole story of my boxing. Yeah. Um but but it got cut short and uh, you know, I could never really understand why I'd give so much of my time to something like boxing uh and 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 it it ended the way it did um but now 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 i see that maybe everything i always ever did was was leading me to to where i am now if you know what i mean
2: yeah so obviously it was like a risk of brain damage was that some did you have symptoms for that or is it just something that came up
1: no what 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 it is um as a pro fighter, you you you've got to do, and 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 it's rightly done. It's rightly done. It's it's very safely done, and and uh, you know they they do think of the the fighter's health now. Um, and what you do is every year you have a a yearly medical, so you have you like your heart tests and your blood tests and all that sort of things. And one of them is is an MRI scan on your brain. So they do a test on your brain just to check everything's okay and and whatnot, and. Um, anyway I, I i had a few of them um, in the in the three active years i was boxing but but this particular one came back different than the other one um now now that doesn't necessarily mean it's a, a bad thing but something's changed in in that time now what what i think what people get confused by is i think they think that I was injured that bad. I had to. I had to stop boxing. I, I never actually had to stop boxing. Um, okay. I was, given, I was given a choice. You know, they, they they said to me, you know, this is kind of like a three striking you out um, policy we have. You know, you've you had a change here, but but this happens a lot in boxing. I mean, you get you're getting hit in the head. You know, for a living. <laughs> uh, you know, these things happen. Um, but but obviously, we have to monitor it. Um, but I wasn't. I wasn't happy with that when I when I heard it. Um, although obviously I, I was fully aware of the risks uh, boxing brought in, into my life. Um, at the same time, I, I wasn't. I wasn't in a, um, it. Was, it was kind of like a realization of God. Yeah. Something's changed here, you know. So I went to see a, a few specialists. And anyway, long story short, I when I, when I weighed up the options, I, I just didn't think that. Um, I thought I saw it as like a bit of a sign, really, um, and I didn't think the risk was worth was worth me going forward um, on the back of that. I, I was about a week away from having my first my first child, my daughter, Bo, um, and it was it would it just come at the time in my life when when it wasn't about me anymore, and and I I just you know it, it was the, it's the hardest decision definitely I've ever had to make, but I just thought you know what. This isn't about me, this is about the kid and I wanna be with her. And so I yeah, I, I you know, I stepped away and um you know, I wasn't in a great place for a little while with it, but but it seems to have worked out for the best now. Yeah, you've definitely come out the other end and
2: all respect to you as well. Like you see it in so many different sports where people have given their life to it and yeah. when they're having to retire they don't really want to until they're forced to. Yeah, um, exactly. That there must have been some sort of comfort. And although you said you was in a dark place, you did it yeah. on your own terms yeah. to make oh, sure, did. Your
1: daughter. Yeah, hundred percent, and and you're you're hundred percent right. You know, um I did it. I, I got out on my terms. Um, I got out on my terms because as and and I really do. You know, I can't stress this enough. I love I love pro boxing. I love boxing. I love the sport of boxing. I love I love much more than just. Just the action of it and, and what it what it is I, I love everything um, that, that it means and, and what it can do for people's confidence and you know what it what it can do um, in terms of getting you fit and the whole the whole kind of um, metaphor of boxing that I, I love but but as much as I love it, I, I do not love it more than I love my family and and the people around me and and so although it was a hard decision, it wasn't a hard decision in that way because I would never have chose it over them, you know.
2: Yeah. No, all respect to you, and like, although your professional career is over, you've still got your boxing gym with your dad. Tell everybody a little yep. bit about that and your personal training you're doing.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> when when I was boxing, we set up a gym uh, for me to train out of, uh, and and like I say, it was it was great. Um, but when I packed in, and um, then we were in a, a position where. You know, my career had come to an end. My boxing career had come to an end, uh, and we had to think of what what we could do going forward. Now we we had this gym that I'd trained out of, um, and we just simply thought, "What we'll do? We'll we'll repurpose it, and we'll we'll still do the thing that we love. Me and my dad love boxing, and we we, we love being around boxing and teaching boxing. And so we we opened it up more for the for the general public, and. Uh, yeah, it really took off, and and I can't thank uh, the people, you know, certainly the people of Blackpool, but the people around me, that my supporters, when I was boxing, enough because when I packed in, I thought that could you know maybe be a dint on my business rather than anything, but it but it wasn't. It was the opposite. People kind of flocked to come and uh, to come and train with us, and I think it you know certainly was a, a, a tad out of um, you know loyalty to me they, they they wanted to to kind of support me and get behind me even though something bad had happened um and but but you know I can't can't thank them enough because the business really took off and now we have a, a you know fully functioning gym that's busy every night um you know with with great people and and the good thing about the gym is uh we kind of aimed it with the, with the business idea of of it being a gym for everybody um, yeah. and and it, it wasn't just to be a great boxer to come down to my gym. In fact, it's the opposite of that. You can be, you can, you can come from any background. You can come from any any walk of life, um, and you'll be looked after just just the same down at my gym. Because I, I think boxing can be for everybody. You know, it's it's a way to get fit. It's a way to, um, you know, talk to other people and and socialise, um, and I, and and it can be done in in the right way and in a safe way that you don't have to come down and think you're gonna get you know. You get know, knocked holes out of just for trying out uh, A sport, you know, it should be something yeah. That can be accessible to everybody uh, So that's what we've tried to make it And um, it seems to have paid off because the gym's You know, gone from strength to strength
2: oh, Brilliant, and for those of you That are listening that are based around the Lancashire area, If you are interested in doing that Once the pandemic's all over Head over to rpdboxing.com You can have a look at details Regarding the gym and the personal training um, That Ryan's doing So I'd highly recommend that so, thank you. You're welcome. So, moving across to wrestling, like I think your first match would have been. Well, you got into wrestling about 19 months after um, doing the retirement. So, yeah. When did training start happening, and how did that even come about?
1: Right. Well, um <clears throat> that came about. I was um, I was about a year into my retirement. Um, I'd had a, a lot of ice cream. And, and drank a lot of beers in that year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched a lot of Disney films with my daughter. Um, but but I got a I got a phone call. I got a phone call from a from an old friend of mine uh, called Johnny Brannigan. And uh, I'd i known Johnny for years, and he'd been a friend of mine, and he'd supported me in my boxing. But I, I knew he'd always been involved in in, in pro wrestling and in independent wrestling. Yeah. And he rang me up, and he said, uh, "Ray, I know you've always been a massive fan." of of wrestling, because uh, just to give you a bit of backstory, the the way we linked wrestling to boxing is when I was boxing, I always would come out uh, to the ring. My ring walk was always to a wrestler's entrance theme. (laughs) (laughs) That was like my little, that was like a nod to my friends who I knew were in the crowd, who, who, you know, we'd stayed up for the last 10 years watching the Royal Rumble at one o'clock in the morning together uh so that was like a little nod to them uh, so so that they got uh, a, a bit of enjoyment out of the show um but yeah like he, he he I was very vocal I'd always been vocal about being a wrestling fan and uh Johnny knew about this and he rang me up and he said I know you've always been a wrestling fan I've never thought about doing anything and, and I said he you, you having a laugh Johnny I said mm-hmm. uh, I said I'm I'm, I'm 12 stone and 5 foot 10 I said but you know what what can you do with me and he said, "Well, there's plenty I could do with you." He said, "You know, you," said, "you've been a professional fighter." He said, "You've had, you've had, a, a, you know, a great career," uh, and these things I can do with that. So, I put the phone down and I thought, nah, i am passed that now, you know, about I, my, my my athletic career has come to an end." You know, maybe yeah. it's time to step away from all that. And then, you know, I looked in the mirror and I realized I'd put on some bad weight and I wasn't really myself. I wasn't the person who I think I am, you know, inside, I I was, I didn't resemble that when I looked at him in the mirror. uh, And I thought, you know what, this could be exactly what I need to, to try and get back to, to, to what I think I I can be. Yeah. So, so, you know, I saw it as a bit of a challenge. I saw it as a bit of a challenge and, and obviously it was an an exciting challenge because it was something, it was a bit, you know, a big passion of mine was wrestling. Uh, But, but I'd never done any myself, you know, you know, certainly not, not properly. Um, so so I rang you back up. I said, "You're right, Johnny. Let's have a go. Let's have, let's have a try with it." And uh, yeah, I, I've never looked back. I genuinely've never looked back. It, it started that day, and 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 it's been by far one of the best decisions I've ever made because I've I've absolutely loved. I've loved every second of it.
2: So, which training academy did you go to to start
1: training well, to be a professional wrestler? Well, at first, my, my first few lessons. Was with was with Johnny himself. He, yeah. he he was a he had been a wrestler, um, well a very good wrestler, and and he helped me, he helped me and went over a few things with me, uh, just get me kind of get me the basics of it, um, yeah. and straight and from from day one I started to realise the the mammoth undertaking that I'd that I'd, uh, that, that I've, you know I'd, I'd got myself involved in because <laughs> it. All of a sudden, I started to to understand how complex and how many you know different things were involved in this. Um, yeah. But but like I say, I'd, I'm the sort of person that I'd, I'd made I'd made a decision, and I and I'm a man of my word, and I said I'd do it. So so that was it. I was in then, and so. So I you know I, I I dug in and I got and I, I got through it. But um I trained with Johnny. Uh, we went down to a few schools, uh, went to the GPW uh, training school. Um, yeah. we went down to Pimfall training schools. Um and then it's kind of it, it 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 it's kind of snowballed from there because I've now I go to I go all over the place for training. I go to John Kenny's, um I go down to Fighting Spirit, um who else have I been to? So many, so yeah. many I get, there's so many. But I, I try, I purposely, I train with CJ Banks, yeah, uh, down in uh, the the Preston School there. Uh, I, I try, I try and get in as much training uh, with as many different sort of um, teachers as I can because you know, I, you, know, I, I'm, i in terms of in terms of ego, I haven't got an ego in terms of wrestling. I know that I'm I'm starting out here, and I know that the only way I can get better is just like boxing. I've got to listen. Got to listen, and I've got to take on board, you know, people who know better than me at this stage, and 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 try and learn as much as I can, and I've got to learn it as quickly as I can as well, because you know I haven't, I'm not saying I've, I've got, I've got loads, loads of time, but I've got to speed, I've got to be faster than than everyone else because I've started so late.
2: Yeah. What was your family's reaction? Um, obviously, you're retired from boxing due to. um like the two tests you had regarding your brain and you thought, nope, it's not worth it. And now you're going into another physical sport where concussions do happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: What was um, their reaction like? Um,
1: well, yeah, the, at first they were a little bit hesitant. I think I think they were a little bit hesitant. Um, but the, the, the way we looked at it was they are two very different things. Um, Wrestling has possibly more dangers in it than 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 um professional boxing, which I know a lot of people won't believe, but, but but there's so many dangers in in pro wrestling. Um for and and the, the chance of injury is so high because of the amount of stuff that these guys do. I mean, they are unbelievable. I'm the I'm the ladies, but but the, the men and the women, they're unbelievable athletes and the things they're doing. Is you know you know very dangerous in, in, if if not done correctly, um, and and there was there, of course there was a massive chance of injury, but there there, there was a difference in, in my case of what it was with me was was constantly getting hit, constantly getting hit in the head, uh, not just for a fight for week training camping, in sparring, right, leading right up to a fight,
0: you yeah. know.
1: So ultimately, it was the. It was just the amount of blows I would have took to the head over the course of of, of not even uh, a year. You know, in six months, I would have been. You know, I may be, maybe I'd done two, three, four hundred rounds of boxing in them times. Um, and, and so, and so, in terms of what 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 I didn't want to happen was another change on the scan. I didn't see that risk as 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 worth as worth undertaking. Whereas, pro wrestling, of course, that there are um, there are chances to get injured. Of course, there are, you know. But at the same time, it, in wrestling, we try and work together. You know, we try and work together um, to to get us all through the whole job safe uh, and, and put on an entertaining show. Whereas, you know, the, the aim of boxing is to hurt each other, and 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 people don't like to hear that, but that is the you know, we we don't go in with the intention of wanting to hurt anyone, but that is the intention. You know, yeah. the intention is one of us goes down, or I hit you that many times that by the time that the the result comes in, the judges have no uh, choice to, but to give it to me. You know, so th- they are two very different things like that. But um, yeah, I, I had to talk him around a little bit because because obviously they did understand the 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 dangers of the wrestling you know would would pose towards me but but the way we looked at it was it was a way to get me back doing something very athletic again um but possibly for 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 my for my injury certainly um a slightly safer option than what I was yeah. doing
2: so how did you find the differences between like the boxing training and the wrestling training obviously you said you're getting hit quite a lot, but in terms of like the physical aspect of it all.
1: Oh, it's been it's been an <laughs> me It has been an island. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, you'll never hear me put put uh, wrestling down or or all the wrestlers down. I mean, these guys and girls, as I just said, are are phenomenal athletes who, who I can only take my hat off to because you know I I've been a a, a pro a pro athlete for the last decade of my life and and. Some of the things that these guys are doing is mind-blowing. (laughs) Mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. And, uh, you know, in in the 10 years that I've boxed, I had a few sore sore knuckles. Um, You know, my nose was a bit sore from time to time. But that was about it. I had a black eye from time to time. In the one, well, less than a year that I've been wrestling, uh, my hips are sore, my knees are sore, (laughs) my, my elbows are sore, my necks are sore, you know, like, there's so much that goes into it, and uh, yeah, he, he, you know the, the bumps, um, you know, and and just generally putting the moves together and make it and and, and putting the moves together and doing them in the right way as well. Um, there's there's so many risks involved, um, but but like I say, it's been an eye opener. But I, I have enjoyed the challenge of it. I have enjoyed the challenge of it. It's been it's been really really has been phenomenal, and uh, I've 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 loved every second of it, and I want to carry on with it now.
2: How's the adaption of, like, you, you mentioned earlier, in boxing, you're going out there, you don't want to seriously hurt somebody, but you do need to put them down or you need to hit them as many times to win. Yeah. How's the adaption of having to kind of pull back your punches, making sure you're not dropping your <laughs> yeah, opponent well, in a well, wrestling I, ring?
1: I, I, think, I think when I first started, I think certainly a couple of... The, the guys who were working with me were a little bit worried that I was gonna uh you know start dropping shots in and get a bit carried away but no no um it you know i always understood i always understand you know what we had what I had to do um to to make to make it work um and it hasn't it hasn't been easy because obviously my first instinct is to is to just to strike you know um whereas you, you've got to, you've gotta you've gotta you've gotta trust in your partner, trust in your, your opponent more in, in, in wrestling, certainly than in boxing. You know, in, in boxing it's all about you, whereas in uh, in pro wrestling it's about it's about both of you, you know, to make the best emotions and say any matchup yeah. that you can put on together. Um, but yeah, no, I, I yeah, there's been there's been adaptations that I've had to try and get used to. Um but but I've I've always felt all right with that because, you know, um I like to think I like to think I'm a very good listener. So I listen to the people I'm working with, and um, you know I, I try my very best to to put into practice what they're asking me to do.
2: No, brilliant. So, how long had you been training before you finally made that
1: debut in front of a live crowd? Um, my debut, I. I, I the, when I actually uh, made a debut for a live crowd, it wasn't for a wrestling match. The way we we did it, we we got I got brought in through from the crowd. I was sat in the crowd, and a wrestler ended up dragging me into the ring, and uh, yeah, we went from there. That's how we got things started off. But uh, I, I think I've been training for that uh, about two weeks <laughs> before <laughs> before that happened. Uh, but then obviously that's what I mean. It's been a, it's been a snowball because it, I was on. I had to really speed up everything that I was doing, yeah. and and I learned. It sounds daft that I've learned some more advanced stuff before I even knew any of the basics, because I I knew that to put this across to an audience, you know, they, they weren't looking certainly for you know certainly for a debut. They weren't looking me to how, how good my wrist lock was going to be. You know, they, <laughs> all, <laughs> they wanted they wanted to see a few other things. So, no. Um, that's how we started, and then I debuted in April. So I think I'd been I'd been training for about three months, three three four months, okay. uh, before my first ever actual match.
2: What was the reception like to those that you was training with? Like so early on, you're getting put on a show. Like, what was your training colleagues' reaction
1: like? Well, to, to be dead honest with you. Yeah. To be honest with you, they—they they were all brilliant with me. They were all really, really good with me because they—they um, they, they understood that obviously I was a beginner, and and although you know, although I was athletically you know quite good, there was so much I had to learn. So much I had to learn. So they—they they, they were really kind of patient with me, and they tried to help me out and. and um, Make me as best as I could Because I think they understood as well When they got to speak to me That I, it, it was about making the show The actual show The best it could be Not not just me Just making the whole show You know And uh, If I could You know Get on that Get on that uh, wrestling show and, and put a good match on And bring a lot of people there To watch me as well Because that's, that's part of the key yeah. uh, Of it You know Bring some of that Support base And that fan base That I had from my boxing To the show You know That That it benefits everybody and i think they realized that I think, I think they realized the more eyes on on the show the, the better for everybody um so the, you know they were they were really really helpful and um, yeah i can i can i can't say one bad thing about them because they, they, they all really tried to help me and make me as best as i could be you know in such a short space of time
2: no brilliant so your debut um was that with ground uh, gpw
1: yeah yeah i started yeah. out with uh, gpw and um GPW will always have a kind of a special place in my heart because, you know, for me, without them, the the there was no wrestling for me. You know, they it, it was it was Johnny who approached me um and, and, and he got me involved in wrestling. So I kind of feel like, you know, I'm I'm their boy, if you will. You know, for as long as they if for as long as they need me, for as long as they need me, I'll be there for them kind of thing. Yeah. Um so I started my debut in April against um, Mickey Barnes, who's a yep. big, big, big wrestler, but a fantastic wrestler um, and a top guy. But, but uh, you know, we, we did this match, this kind of big guy, big wrestler versus boxer kind of match. Um, and, it, and it went well. It went really well for a debut and really, really well. Um, and the crowd loved it. I think we brought like every time i think we bring something you know, over 100 people with us from blackpool down to Wigan to watch the shows amazing um, yeah i know the, the the mental they were always were, I, I always had a great following when i boxed um and i can't I, again i can only i can only thank people because they, they seem to support they support me no matter what i do so they support me with my gym when i've turned professional when i've turned to professional wrestling although that wasn't for you know everybody that that don't follow me in boxing, they still came. Um, and 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 what's happened is over time they've become fans. You know they've become fans through it because they've come to watch it to kind of support me. But they found themselves, I think, enjoying the shows and enjoying the rest of the matches and <laughs> what 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 wrestling can bring. You know.
2: Yeah, and since that you've been on like every show with GPW. Obviously, yeah. you followed your debut match with a lumberjack match against Mickey Barnes. Like yeah. What was the feedback from your peers and those behind the curtain after like your first couple
1: of matches? Well, the, the first two matches certainly with, with, with Mickey. Um, I, I think they were seen. I think they were seen as being really successful because, like, I mean, the crowd were, were massively, massively into the into both matches. I mean, the second one, the lumberjack match, he got made main event um, yeah. of the show. Uh, which I, I think is a little bit unheard of, I think, um, so certainly for your second match ever to be in a main event on on a stage like that, And I mean, it was a packed out room, um, but but it went well, it, it did really go well, I can't, you know, I, I can't, I can't be too critical of myself because I was proud, I was proud of them two matches because I think, yeah. I think they, they did what they were meant to do and that was to tell this story of, a, of a, you know, a box who'd been dragged into the world of wrestling and and uh, yeah, no, they went they went very well. Now, of course, you know if if we if we looked at the matches, you know in 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 depth, I'm sure there's a lot that I I, I did wrong there. I'm 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 aware of that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I I think the way and the crowd and everything made up for that, and the atmosphere was so much that you may you may be missed a lot of that because because of 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 how hot the crowd were and and how much they enjoyed it. Um, so, so the first two matches certainly, I would have said, went over really well, and, the, and everyone backstage gave me, you know, you know, lots, lots of supportive things and said a lot of nice things. So that was great. And then since then, um, it's been the city has been the same. Everyone's given me loads of, you know, loads of positive feedback, but all, but all, obviously a little bit of constructive criticism as well now because after that it was stuff like six man tags and and tag team matches and uh, battle royals and stuff like that. Um, and at the same time, the first two matches was about this kind of, you know, there was a bit of a gimmick behind it. Whereas now, I'm trying to establish myself as a wrestler, and so yeah. to establish myself as a wrestler, um, I have I have to take all all criticisms on on board because the only way I'll ever get better is by listening to people and 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 seeing what they're thinking that I could potentially do better, and then and then doing them things better. Yeah.
2: What's the best bit of advice you've been given and who was it from?
1: Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's,
1: been lo- there's been loads of people. There's been loads of people that uh, that have given me great advice. Um, this has been genuinely, you know, I, I've got a good relationship with uh, CJ Banks, uh, with Mickey Barnes, Sam Gladwell, um, I've, I've become good friends with and he gives me loads of advice all the time. Yeah. Um, John Kenny, great guy. Great guy, um, and then they all and they all try the very, very best to help me out. But I, I, I would always go back to the person who who has helped me, you know, in my heart the, the most, and and has kind of explained things in, in the way that I've understood it the best is probably Johnny. Yeah,
2: um,
1: and and he's he's been you know very honest with me from the start. But he he's his advice was wrestling is about storytelling, and and I've always kind of believed this as well. Um, He said, "You know, you can do all the moves in the world, but you've got to make the crowd believe what you're doing." And and I think I think certainly for me that resonated because at 33 year old, I know, am I going to be able to learn every, you know, Roman Greco move known to man? Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe not at this stage. But if I can make my character and 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 my matches mean something with the crowd um you know no matter what i'm doing i don't have to i don't have to be hitting these kind of lucha libre moves every 5 seconds to impress them i've got to impress them by putting solid matches on and, and matches that they believe in um and that's the way i'm going to go with it you know I, when i when i grew up you know what what brought me to wrestling was guys like like i say ultimate warrior undertaker uh, stone cold steve austin these were Larger than life characters, kind of thing, um, yeah. you know. And and although there were great wrestlers around, you know, around all them times, but they had great wrestlers like I don't know, um, Chris Benoit, for instance, uh, Kurt Angle. Um, you know, you can go on and on. And on. They yeah. they were never the guys that, that really. Sh- I, I I did lot of course I enjoyed them. I, a lot of what Kurt Angle did I loved because I thought he did a lot of good comedic work and stuff like that, but that style of wrestling was never really what, what, what blew me away. What blew me away as as daft as it sounds was stuff like rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, which was maybe not classic wrestling. Um, yeah. you know, but but to me that that was it's so exciting. It was yeah. so exciting. So so yeah, you know, I, I've I've tried to take Johnny's advice on board there and that's try and really work on my character and 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 try and put across matches that mean something.
2: No, 100%. And, yeah, past couple of matches with uh, GPW as well, you've been going against uh, Lucas Steele. Yeah. You've been having a feud with him. um yeah. Losing the first, but then coming out on top in the last man standing. Yeah. How have those two matches been for you?
1: No, they've been, they've been brilliant. Uh, they've been brilliant. I mean, like I say, when I got uh, paired with Lucas at the beginning of the year, I mean, that, that, that it, it, was, it was certainly... Um, it came a bit left field because I, you know, we'd we I'd worked with the with the bad lads. I'd worked with uh, Drill and um, Mickey and uh, um, Big Joe, um, and it had it had gone really well. But all of a sudden, they were putting him in with this guy who I'd seen around shows before. I'd not really spoken to him. I'd seen him around shows, but I mean, looks the part is the part, um, you know massive things being said about him in regards to his future and whatnot and I thought God you know like I have to step up here I don't you know what 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 can I bring to the table here but in all fairness to to Lucas he was he was excellent with me uh, backstage um, and I think he understood the situation I was in and, and, and how early I was into things uh, but but I'm proud of them matches, both the matches because they've gone exactly how we wanted them to go. Um, and and again, that I'm sure this, this there's a lot of things that I can work on in the matches, but but uh, I've had great feedback, I've had great feedback. I actually I, I've, I've, I've become reasonably friendly with uh, with William Regal uh, in okay. my time in wrestling and uh, I, I actually sent him the match. Yeah, the last one, the last man standing and he sent me sent me pages of feedback about it, you know. And they're all very very positive things, really positive things about both of us about me and lucas so so that's that's great that's really really good. so you know I was happy I was happy with the matches and uh you know I think I think they were the next certainly the next stage for my current my wrestling career at this at this point because I think they've set me off on a new trajectory now I think the first year established me. As 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 a you know a new face on on the on the scene, I think these two matches with, with uh, Lucas have kind of shot me off now because, you know you've got you've got to keep mem- the momentum's high now after beating Lucas on on the last show, so I've got I've got to keep that I've got to keep that rolling, I've got to keep that going.
2: Yeah, hundred percent, and keeping that rolling, you you're going to be facing Lucas and a mystery guest, uh, well a mystery partner. Um, whilst you're teaming with CJ Banks, whenever yeah. that'll happen now because of this pandemic that's going on. Yeah. But you mentioned earlier CJ Banks, is somebody that you train with, that you become close with. How does it feel to be teaming with somebody of such, like, he's one of the best here in the UK, like pound for pound but when he's in that ring, that, he's fantastic.
1: Yeah, no, he's phenomenal, he's phenomenal. And and a, and a top, top bloke. Uh, top bloke, but but as a wrestler, you know, unbelievable. Uh, but that, this one, I mean, I, I need to be with guys like this. I need to be guy. I need to be with the, you know, the top top guys to help me get better in a quick time. You know what I mean? And yeah, uh, CJ's been phenomenal with me, uh, and he's really he's really tried to help me. Um, helped me trying to adapt as quick as I can. And, and he's trying to bring stuff from my boxing into into the wrestling so that it's unique as well, you know. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it's been nothing but help. Nothing but help to me.
2: Okay. So you mentioned William Regal and it's somebody you've been in contact with. How did that relationship come about? What was your first God, contact with Regal? Just,
1: it's just, it, I know, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? It just... Um...
2: Is it the Blackpool connection? or Yeah,
1: it's the Blackpool connection. I mean, what what actually happened? was um, about three years ago. I I, I don't know exactly. No, it would be longer than three years. About four years ago, NXT came to um, to Blackpool, didn't they? Do you remember? The original, the you know, Finn Balor and uh, yeah. Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin. They were all there. The, the original NXT, they came to Blackpool and did a show from there. And um, they, they, they did it at the Winter Gardens, which is where they've just done the last uh, NXT takeover. Um, yeah. But the night before, I'd boxed professionally there. I'd boxed at that ah. venue. Um, and then, obviously, knowing that the next night it was NXT. Um, and we got some tickets. We got some tickets to go backstage and everything um, to go, you know, to walk around backstage and meet some of the wrestlers and stuff like that. And, and we did, and it was great. But we kind of got like formally introduced to, to William Regal. And he, he was such a top guy. And he, and, he, and he sat with us all, me and my, my group of friends. They were all mad wrestling fans. And we had a really brilliant night. Um, and and he, he sat with us for a good half an hour and really talked about wrestling and, and all that. And it, weirdly, it was like a precursor to what was coming because at the time, there was no intention of me wrestling. But but now I see that, you know, everything for a reason. And um, he was telling us all about the ins and outs of wrestling and whatnot. And anyway, that was that. And, and we had the night, brilliant night, and he went. Then I got into wrestling a couple of years later. Um and and weirdly, one of my old trainers um who 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 helped out when I was when I was boxing uh was friends, actually direct friends with William Regal. Uh-huh. And and uh, this is how it all came about. And uh he he obviously knew me that I'd started wrestling and whatnot. Um and he got in contact with William and, and when when they when Regal was coming over to Blackpool for this NXT this latest NXT UK takeover he, he rang you up and said, Do you want to come and see Ryan's gym and while you're here and you know we'll have a few pictures and everything? And he said, Yeah, yeah, of course I'll come. So, you know, I was completely underprepared of, of what was going to happen because I genuinely just thought it was going to be him come down, the the local paper taking a couple of pictures of him, you know, with his fist up and, and that'll be the end of it and it'll be over. But he come into the, the um the gym and he said hello and you know, again, just as lovely as I remember him. But within five minutes, his jacket was off. He had me in a ring, and he had me in a you know, he had me in a a front face lock. And I'm thinking like, what what is going on? Do you know what I mean? Like, where has this come from? But but he spent again a good half an hour, forty five minutes, going over holes and just just the kind of the the psychology the psychology of wrestling. Um, And again, you know, massive a massive memory for me that, you know, no matter what happens with this wrestling now, you know, that's always going to be something that stays with me, that, that uh, a guy who I grew up watching and kind of idolised, because, you know, obviously the connection with my hometown and everything, um, come and spent half an hour with me and, and did some wrestling with me in my, in my own gym. So, yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there really. um, And we've become friends and uh, we talk and everything. And, and he, he's just a really, really nice guy. And he seems to be interested in, in my career and, and, and you know how he can help me improve and continue to improve. So we're just going to try and go with that and, and see where it, you know, where it takes us.
2: So obviously with Regal's connection and things like that, and and now you mentioned at the beginning when you was a child wrestling, you didn't know how to get started and doing yeah. two and far between with the schools available. Now we've got a performance center from WWE here in the UK yes. and. Yeah, That pathway to WWE is more accessible than it's ever been for a British wrestler. Is that something that you've got your eyes set on?
1: Um it, it, it certainly wasn't something that I had my eyes set on because when I when I started out, um GPW was kind of my WrestleMania. That first match was my WrestleMania. Yeah. Like just just to have a wrestling match would have been like that. Yeah, that was the goal. Uh, but I'm I'm always I've I've always been someone who's always kind of strove for more in everything I do and you know, so whatever I'm doing, I, you know I want to be, you know I want I want to be one of the best at or, or certainly aim to be one of the best at. Um, and so and so obviously since the wrestling's took off, you know I would be lying I'd be lying if I said. That I want to see how far I can get with it, and and whether that's the performance center for WWE. I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting ahead of myself. Who knows? It's very, very early days. Very, very early days. But, but, but I would, I'm going, I'm willing to, to kind of ride the wave for as long as I can and see as how far I can get with it. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Well, you're a natural athlete, and again, they don't just look at, say, the elite caliber of independent wrestlers. They look at all these different athletes from all over the world. We've seen it with Luke Menzies. He's gone from rugby to now his Rich Holland character in NXT and NXT yeah. UK. Yeah. So I think that is a pathway. Is that anything you've spoke about, Regal? Is he giving you any advice on what you need to work on before that opportunity?
1: He's, he's, he's given me loads of advice. He's given me loads of advice. I mean, we, we don't talk directly about me, about me about me joining him, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But we, we, we talk about the things that I can do. To be to be as believable in my character as a, as a, as as I can be. I mean, yeah. what what Regal tells me a lot is that I've really got the, to to stand out. I've got to stick with my one unique skill, and that's the the boxing background. You know, yeah. um, he said, you know, don't be uh, like every other British wrestler out there, but a, but a poorer version of them. Do you know what I mean? And I understand yeah. that because if I try and if I try and be a, a, a you know, uh, a, a British pro wrestler. I will be a, a worse version of many, many British pro wrestlers. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they've been at it for years and they're they're, they're excellent at the at the role. Um, but what I have got different to everyone is, I think I, I think I'm the first ever ex professional boxer um, in in, in that you know this actually took it up full time.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you know, in the country, so I've got to use that the best as I can, and I've got to work that into my movement, um, into into everything I do, my my moves, you know, everything I do has got to kind of revolve around that that base, really, and uh, you know, that that's going to be quite tricky. Of how do I incorporate that, you know, fully into the into a into a fully wrestling match? But if I can do that, that will make me. I I think that certainly will make me more unique because. I'll be doing something different than, than anyone else you know, on the scene. So that that's the aim anyway.
2: Yeah. So want to do um, one thing. So obviously you've jumped across to wrestling and obviously there's white-collar boxing as well where anybody yeah. for charity can put it together. So yep. if you used to pick a couple of people from the wrestling industry that you work closely with or um, anybody you know of, who would you want? In that white collar boxing match, not against yourself but against each other, or oh, just God. to try and take it up.
1: <laughs> well, that's a great question. That's a great question. That um, no, I, I, I tell you what, there'd be some cracky I'd, I'd I'd sell that show out. That that would be a sell- <laughs> that would be a sellout show, wouldn't it? Hey, eh? if I could if I could convince them all to do that, that would be a show. Um, I
2: want I want free tickets at least.
1: <laughs> oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I want tickets to that show. I want tickets to that show. No, uh, listen so far all the guys who i've met and 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 uh, friends with and and whatnot around i think these are tough tough men they're tough men and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna um berate them because you know what they're doing you know they, they've earned my respects 10 10 times over because i know now uh how much some of this stuff hurts and you know these guys just get on with it uh, boxing is different. It is different, of course. But but do I think some of these, uh, some of you know, a lot of the guys that I've met could 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 adapt to to boxing? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because they're they're such good athletes, and that would that can only help them. That can only help them. But um, who would I think could? Well, I think for one, for one, I know Lucas has done a yeah. bit of boxing before. Um, you know, and he's a he's a big boy. <laughs> he's a big boy, so I I think I think you'd have to stick him in there at some point. Like I don't know, I don't know who we're putting him in with, but he'd he'd be definitely in there. Um, who else have we got? They're all they're all. Um, who else can I think of off the top of my head that would be good anchored to boxing? I was speaking to I was speaking to Sandy Beach. Yeah, okay. he, was a re- he was a really good athlete, really really good athlete, and he he was talking to me about maybe wanting to do some boxing, and uh, I think he, I think he'd be good at it because he's like as I say got you know great physique on him and he, he looks fast and got a good athletic build on him, long arms, stuff like that. Um, so I, I when he when he told me that, I thought you might be all right, here, son. Uh, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. Yeah, there's, there's a couple I'd like to see.
2: So, what about for like your peers? Back in boxing, like obviously you said yourself, you're the, especially in Britain, you're the first uh, professional boxer to turn essentially like a full time pro. Um, Obviously, Anthony Ogogo, he had a fight with WAW, yeah, and now he's signed with All Elite as a developmental wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physically wrestling. Who else would you be interested to see? Even if it's just for that one big match, like that WrestleMania match, like you mentioned with your GPW debut. Who else would you want to see in the ring? We've from seen bo- Fury do it
1: from the boxing. But yeah, I'm sure Fury did it. And uh, you know, the, the the Fury the Fury one. Uh, I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't great, was it? You know, in terms of the match, <laughs> in, in terms of the match itself. Uh, yeah. And I'm a Fury fan. I'm a Fury fan. Uh, but but you know, I can completely understand why he did it because. That was to get him more recognized in America, you know, and yeah. get get to, to to get his name out there in America. And what better way to do that than with the WWE? And it, it worked straight away because everyone now knows who Tyson Fury is. Then when he got into that rematch with Deontay Wilder, they all knew who he was, and most
2: of them and, was cheering for him. <laughs> yeah, of course they were.
1: Of course they were, because you know he's made he's made his name there, and he's he's smart, really smart business. That's what he's done. He's been he's been a smart businessman. Um, but who else from, from boxing would I like to see in um who would I like to see in uh pro wrestling, let me ever think. You're asking me some very good questions today. Yeah. Tough <laughs> questions. Yeah, um let me ever think who I who I think would be would be bang on for it. I think um <clears throat> I think Canelo. I think Canelo, the the Mexican fighter, uh, Saul Alvarez, who's who's like a kind of a mega star anyway, in boxing. But I think I think he would bring such a massive uh, fan base with him, um, you know, especially kind of from the Latin American fans, um, yeah. you know, a bit if you if you know a bit Eddie Guerrero, if you will. Um, I think you know they can be so passionate and so loud. Um, I I think. Canelo doing some sort of angle would be would be brilliant, um, because just because of the amount of exposure that it would get to both wrestling and boxing that. Um and then away from that, I would love to see I would love to see Conor McGregor do something in, in yes. pro wrestling because I just think he's made for it. I think he's made for it. And uh, you know, I, Conor says a lot of things that I think I know a lot of people, but I've always been a fan of him and I I like I like I like how he's brought a bit of pro wrestling into into you know the real fight game, and uh, and um, I think I think he would admit I, I don't know that for a fact, but I think he would admit he's a big fan of wrestling because a lot of what he does kind of comes from that from that world, yeah. and uh, I think that would be dead interesting to see to see him appear in a in a wrestling ring in a WWE ring or something like that and uh, and do something.
2: No, hundred percent. It's a bit like what we mentioned with what you liked in wrestling originally. Yes, yeah. it's the larger-than-life character, yeah, which exactly. McGregor and Fury. They have. Of course. Um, and it's bringing that to the ring. So, just before we end on like your goals and aspirations, I usually do, uh, whether it's collaborating with other podcasters or when I'm doing an interview, is something called one more match. So I'm gonna put you on the spot again. Um, okay. So it can be anybody that's in WWE or anybody throughout the UK or anywhere in the world, just a couple of opponents, like who's on your, your bucket list essentially to wrestle.
1: Oh God. Um, <clears throat> well, as you can imagine, I've, I have i am not going to say any big, big names in terms of uh, WWE guys. Cause I, I'm, I'm not looking that far ahead. I'm yep. just not looking that far ahead. Uh, but these. There's plenty of guys I would love to wrestle um, on the independent scene now. Um, obviously, we're friends, but I'd, I'd like to have I'd like to wrestle CJ. Yeah, think, I, think, I think you know he, he's right up there for me. Um, I would love to wrestle. And I've, I've, we've discussed it together, but I would love to wrestle Joey Hayes down the line at some point. Yeah, um, I just think as a as a baby face versus baby face match that could be big down the line um, because. He's got he's got such a great support. Um, certainly GP, anywhere he goes, but certainly GPW. Uh, and I have a massive support down at GPW. I think I think that could be a big match down on the line. Um, and and and, and I'm, I'm doing a disservice to millions of guys because there's so much everyone, <laughs> every, everyone everyone could make me better. Do you know what I mean? Everyone could. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I've mentioned it before. Sandy Beach, I think, is a really good talent. Um, big Joe's a great talent. There's so many. This is yeah. it's so <laughs> hard when you start thinking. You think you 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 start answering the question. You start realizing who, how many people you're missing off the list. But it the I'd I'd like to wrestle a lot of them. But but it, I would say my top two. Um, I'd love to wrestle CJ Banks. And I would love to wrestle Joey Ace at some point. Yeah,
2: yeah. now they'd be huge, especially with like Joey's history in GPW as well, and mm. just around that wrestling scene. Like you said, he's got a massive fan base and. Yeah, it would be interesting, especially seeing like you've made a vented once. Who's to say you can't be doing it again? What are, so? What are your goals and aspirations, whether they're short term or long term? Like, have you looked at different countries for training, like Japan?
1: Um, no, no, not that I wouldn't, not that I wouldn't, but 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 at the minute, you know, I'm 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 very happy. I'm content with what what I'm doing. You know, um. I'm working for a couple of different companies. I've worked for a, I've worked for a few different companies now, but but like on more of a full time basis. Obviously, GPW. Um, I'm working for you know for the foreseeable. Um, I'm doing stuff with Pin Pinfall in Salford, who've been very yep. good to me and help help with my training. Uh, and they've been really good to me. And I've started working with In Out Wrestling now um, as well. Um, and they have been so, so good with us. So good with us. And, um, you know, I'm excited to work with all them companies. And and uh, they've all, every single company there that I've named, they've got such a great roster of wrestlers. And that's why I'm excited to work with them, because there's so many options for me to to wrestle and such a variety of people for me to wrestle on all of them. Um, so, so that's one of the one of the aspirations is to get as many you know uh, matches in as I can with these companies, um, and 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 try and try and for every one of them as well uh, bring as much exposure to them as I can. That 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 is one of my aspirations. That's what something I've done from from day one. I've tried to bring my boxing following, and um, you know, with me, and and I have uh, successfully so far brought them with me, and. Um, that's why I think I've been given the chances I've been given because at the end of the day, you know, money money always talks and and, and luckily I've had a great support who's kind of followed me and because of that, you know, that, that's why people are willing to put me on shows because they think, you know what, he, you know, he, he trains hard, he tries hard, but, you know, at the end of the day he puts bums on seats for us and that's what we want.
2: Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So just to like close off, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah just to try and close it off like obviously this is from the ground up and you've certainly done that in a short space of time
1: yeah
2: what advice would you give to anybody that's thinking of pursuing professional wrestling or just getting into training from especially from being in a different sport previously
1: um well i all all i would say is is the only advice i can give you is my own and that is uh you know, I I have been a big fan of this business my whole life, and uh, you know, when I jumped into it, there were there was there was part of me that was hesitant in, in jumping into pro wrestling. Uh, but all I could say now is is you know if if you have a if you have a passion for it, if it's something that you enjoy. You know, hundred percent try it, at least try it out because it it you know it's been so good to me. It's been so good to me. But it but you know the 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 wrestling because that's why I would call them they're like a family they are yeah. like a family they' wrestling uh, all the wrestlers you know that they, they really they've been so helpful to me and they've been so nice and uh, you know definitely welcoming I have felt welcomed whether they all have been I, you know I'm not sure I'm not one saying is I don't know if, if there has been anything untoward towards me I certainly don't know about it uh, but but to, certainly to to my face they've been so nice and so helpful and you um, you know, I, all I could ever recommend anyone to do is if it's something that they they would enjoy or or they feel that they have a you know a, a like for, hundred percent try it out. It's a it's a brilliant business. Um, you know, it's a tough business, and there's so much to it. That you know, it's so complex, but at the same time, you know, so rewarded. And uh, that that's one of the main reasons. You know, I've I've done it and stuck with it is because it gives me a way to interact. Uh, with a live audience again and yeah. that's i think i think that's what i've found that i've got the most out of from this you know like i've i've realized how much i've how much i enjoyed that you know as a boxer but certainly as a wrestler you know like for me making the fans happy and making the kids happy there you know that that really does make this worthwhile for me it, may, it makes me feel like I'm doing something worth doing. And uh, and that's why I want to carry it on, and so that feelings are to replace, and and that's why I would recommend it to anyone, anyone who wants to to do something good, you know, and and something productive, give give pro wrestling a try.
2: Yeah, no, brilliant, Ryan. So let everybody know, like, where can they find you? Have you got? Are you doing any online stuff for your personal training? Let them know.
1: Uh, no, no, I'm not doing any online stuff at the minute. I've been giving people a break from me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but. Uh, uh, when when this pandemic's over, and hopefully, and that's for everybody listening. Hopefully, that won't be as long as we're thinking, guys. And hopefully, we'll come out the other side of it. Um, when 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 that does happen, I'll get back in the gym, and the gym's open, and the gym's open for all, as I said before. So anyone listening who, who are ever in the Blackpool area wants to try us out, you know, please, more than welcome, pop your head in, and uh, you'll be made to feel very welcome by me and my dad um and then and then straight back to wrestling you know that's that's the thing when I when when this is over you know we've got this show for GPW coming up hopefully that date will go ahead but who knows at this point but you know if not it'll be it'll be moved to a, to a later date but you know all the companies I spoke about then uh, GPW Pinfall uh, and in and out you know check them out because they you know they're all they're all brilliant and put great shows on um and I'll be on every one of them shows so you know, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to getting back to wrestling. I've missed it in the, the week we've had off. I've missed it, and uh, that's a good sign.
2: Yeah. No. So, where can they find you on social media?
1: Social media on Twitter, I uh, think I'm uh, RPD Fighter uh, at RPD Fighter, and um, on Facebook. Um, I think I've got my own wrestling page, RP Davis, or you can just find me on my personal one, Ryan Davis. Um, or oh, and what's the other one? Instagram, Instagram. I think I'm RP Davis again. Could be wrong, but I think I'm RP Davis
2: again. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, well, Ryan, hey. thank you for coming on the show. It's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. Um, really like intrigued to see what the future holds. Like oh, for what you've achieved in your first year of wrestling's been remarkable, um, and it's good to see that despite having to walk away from boxing you've found you found this essentially and you found yourself again so all credit to you for that
1: thank you Um, that's that's what it feels that's what it feels like it feels it feels like um you know i'm not not to not to go a little bit soppy on you right at the end but it feels like (laughs) it it feels like destiny it does feel like destiny it feels like everything i've ever done has led me to this point um and you know i've enjoyed every second of it and you know, I, I want to just carry on now, and I want to see where it goes. If 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 this month, if, if it's meant to be, it will it will find its way. I think so. So we will uh, we will see. We'll see we'll see where the journey code takes us, mate. Hundred
2: yeah, percent. So everybody, thank you for listening. This has been Kurt's Angle podcast from the ground up with RP Davis. Make sure you check him out on social media. And again, if you're wanting to do some personal training or getting into the boxing um scene and you're in the Lancashire Blackpool area, make sure you check out rpdboxing.com. Check out Ryan's um, website there. And until next time, thanks for listening.